the storm. Five, four, three, two, one. podcast i'm your host steven hugh barry welcome to episode 18 guys today we're gonna talk about the four-letter word love and really gonna get into my outlook on love and what i interpret love to be and as you know this podcast is literally about how to live your life more effectively and i feel i felt as though you know if we had a better understanding about what love was, how much more effective would we be able to live our lives? You know, love is one of the most used words in the human language. And I said to myself, what better way to start off this podcast? You know, what better way to start it off if I would just drop some knowledge on you guys, a text on you guys from one of the most tried and true books of the ages the bible right and this text this bible text is found in corinthians first corinthians 13 verse 4 to 7 and what it says it says that love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it's not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. So when you look at the world and society and when you look at TV and you you see how love is portrayed, it's portrayed as not very much like this text is saying it's morally a self-centered jealous type of thing so normally when we take the approach of how society portrays love you realize that things don't tend to work out the way we want them to work out because in my opinion that's not what love is that is not true love That is not how to love someone or to show love for someone. So literally in this podcast, man, I'm just going to really break down that that Bible text, because literally in my eyes, in my opinion, in my view, that's what love really is. And I learned that if when I implement what this text is saying in my life, I get the results that I want. So. The first thing we're going to go over is the fact that love is patient. So the first line of this text says that love is patient. And we, when we look at the word patient, what does patient really mean? 
Well, the, the textbook definition for the word patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. When we look at the world's definition of love and the way that society portrays love, do we see patience? You see a lot of people getting into domestic violence, you know, beating each other up, bringing each other down, hurting each other, quick to lash out at someone else. That's not what patient is. That's not what love is. And when you look into your relationships, your friendships, your Relationships with your family members and your brothers, your sisters, or your girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, whatever the case may be, your coworkers, just understand that anytime you're having interactions with other human beings, you might get rubbed the wrong way. You might interpret something that they do a different way than they're trying to communicate what they're trying to communicate. And you might get rubbed the wrong way. But regardless, love is patient. So practice patience when you practice love. And patience is not always something easy to implement in your life, especially if it's not something that you're accustomed to doing. And it really pays to be patient. It really does, because if you're patient, you delay a reaction that could possibly get you a result that you don't want in a, in a certain situation. So be patient, right? It's not easy, but it's worth it to be patient. And the second line says love does not envy. And let's really look at what being envious or envying something or someone means envy means that you have discontent with someone else's possessions qualities or luck right so you're pretty much exuding hate because you're jealous of what someone else has that you don't believe that you have and what it's saying is that that's not what love is. Love does not envy. Love is not is pretty much saying that it's just not jealous. It's not saying, oh, man, I wish I had that. And I hate you for having that, that I wish I had. That's not what love is. It's the total opposite of that. Love is a phenomenon that supports and appreciates the people around you it doesn't put people down it doesn't envy right now the next line says love is not proud and what that means is feeling deep pleasure proud me in, in this way in this in the context that this text is using it in means feeling deep pleasure in the satisfaction of one's own accomplishments. We all know people who are proud to the point where they're just 
annoying and you don't want to be around them. There's nothing wrong with being proud of someone. You're like proud of their accomplishments. You're proud that, you know, they're, they're, they're exceeding and they're chasing what they're chasing or they're, they're accomplishing something that they've always want to accomplish. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you worship your own accomplishments and you dwell on those things, that's not what love is. Right. And another thing, love doesn't really keep any records of wrongs. And a lot of times you'll see, you know, when, when you're operating from the definition of love that society gave us, you see that people like to throw people underneath the bus. People like to bring up people's past and throw it in their face. And they won't allow you to literally say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to be defined by my past my past is not going to dictate my future i'm going to be better in my future i'm going to become the best version of me well if you decide to want to become the best version of you just watch out because people are going to always associate you with your past there's a great quote that says you might be through with your past but your past is not through with you and all understand you have to obviously be responsible for who you've been in the past, but you can't let people bring you down because of who you've been in the past or what you've been in the past. If you want to be better in your future, go for it because it's possible. And you don't need to listen to anybody's opinions about who you are. You dictate who you are. You create who you are. So when it comes to what real love is, it says that love literally keeps records of no wrongs. There's no wrong. Like it doesn't have grudges. It doesn't hold grudges because there's forgiveness there. True forgiveness. And what is true forgiveness? True forgiveness is forgiving and forgetting. It's not forgiving and remembering, it's forgiving and forgetting. Literally wiping the slate clean and creating a space where you guys can create something new. And obviously, you know, like I said, this is not something that's an easy thing to do. It's not easy to, to forgive somebody. It's not easy to not ha hold a grudge against someone. But do it for you. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. You're doing it for your peace of mind. Because that's what really matters in the end of the day. Your mental health, your peace of mind. Now, another line, really, really big one, is that love does not dishonor others. And what does dishonor mean? Dishonor means... Behaving in an untrustworthy or fraudulent way. And this was something big back in the day where it was, you'd be shamed in some cultures to dishonor your family your, or dishonor your family's name. 
you're pretty much shunned from the family. So love does not dishonor, meaning you don't behave in a untrustworthy way. You're not bringing fraudulency to that relationship. You're not being a fraud with that person. You're being upright. You're being trustworthy. That's what love is, right? The next line says love is not self-seeking. So what self-seeking means is pretty much self-explanatory. It's all about me. I'm all about me. Not really worried about you. I'm just about me and my own self-interest. And that's what I'm I'm worried about. It's really taking that self-centered approach to life. And in a relationship, friendship, partnership, you can't be self-centered and expect that relationship, friendship, partnership, businessship to thrive. It just doesn't work, right? So instead of being selfish, be selfless, right? Think about the other person's needs as well as your needs. Make that other person a priority as well as yourself a priority. And then this next line says that love does not easily anger. And what I feel like this, this is just reinforcing the first line that says love is patient. It does not easily anger. And what I feel that means is that when you have true love for somebody, something, whatever the case may be, you can look past the anger and really assess what's really going on. And you put the yourself in the other person's shoes and you can see why they would be acting the way they're acting or angry or whatever the case may be. You can literally put your anger aside, your feelings aside to really assess the situation and what's really going on. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. And what this next line is really saying is that love and truth go hand in hand. Where there's evil, there's no true love. There's not the word love is not true. If you find that someone is promoting love in an evil environment, not 10 times out of 10 it's not really what love is because love and evil don't coexist cannot coexist basically right then it goes on to say that love protects and when you think about protecting something you know perfect example of protection is let's go for, let's say you know a police officer wearing a bulletproof vest and if that police officer gets shot in that bulletproof vest, they'll be all right because they have that protection on. And that's kind of, you know, what love is, what love does to relationships, any type of relationship. When there's love in a relationship, it protects from the enemy because there's always going to be outside forces coming in to destroy 
that bond, that 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 love, that that relationship, friendship, partnership has. And once there's love in that relationship, these things will not happen because that's what love does. It protects. It's like a force field. It keeps those enemies and the and and the, the you know things out that is out to destroy that love. So that's what the next line says. It says love protects. Now, further down, it says love hopes. And what I think the text means by hopes, it's not like, oh, we're just, it's wishful thinking. I don't think it's talking about wishful thinking. I think it's talking about aspires, love plans. So when it comes to love, true love it's also talking about it has a there's a future there you know you know human beings we have this definition I've, I've talked about this in the podcast previous podcast that we have this definition of hope where we hope things go well but what I think it's talking about here is not like I'm hoping and I'm praying, but I'm not taking action. I think it's also, it's actually talking about hope as in there's plans there. There's aspirations there. There's dreams there. There's prosperity. There's things that are going to happen. You know, there's a future there when it comes to this true, this, 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 when you bring real love to a situation. And then it goes on to say, love preserves. And if you look at a lot of relationships, they don't last long because there's not true love in those relationships. You see, most people, and I was one of these people, I attributed love to a feeling. Oh, I feel, I, I feel this way. That must be love. But I don't think that's what it's talking about here. I think it's talking about regardless of the situation, I choose to love. Regardless whether I feel like it or not, I choose to love. In the good times, in the bad times, I choose to love. And that's why I said love preserves. Because when you think about the word preserve, it means to keep something in in its exact state. When you see preservatives and something, those preservatives are put in there to allow that 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 item to not spoil and get bad. You know, it's when something spoils and gets bad, you throw it out. It's no it's no longer good. And if you look at a lot of relationships, that's what they look like these days. They get spoiled really quickly. You know, a lot of people they're in and out of relationships, they're in and out of partnerships and business. You know, family members are in and out, falling in and out with each other when it comes to arguments and and disagreements. But if you really bring true love to those relationships, you won't have this problem because you know for a fact that you're separating what love is from the feeling of what love is. And when you truly love It preserves. It keeps something in the same state. 
It keeps things going. It preserves. So this is what my, this is what I adopted as what love is for me. And I feel like it helps me in the times that I can, in the times that where I, you know, feel like I am getting angry. I choose to love, you know, in the times where things get rocky, I choose to love because that's the workable way. I choose to divorce my divorce, the, the, the notion and the interpretation that society has for, for me when it comes to what love should be. And I choose to adopt what the Bible says that love is really, because that's how Jesus loved. And when you think about agape love and the love that Jesus gave, that was no one could ever love like Jesus did. So he's like the best example um, when it comes to loving one another. So I want to challenge you guys to bring real love to your relationships in your life. Not the love that society says what love is. Not this jealous, possessive love that society, you know, bestowed upon us. But real love. And we can kind of look at parents and, you know, because they, some parents, most parents, they demonstrate this type of love. Like literally the child can do, they could do some crazy things but no matter what the parent always loves that child like nothing ever happened like no matter how much that child puts that parent through things that parent still loves that child like it like they haven't done anything and that's the type of love we need in this world today because that's the type of that's the type of love that's going to make this world a better place not this jealous circumstantial type of love but love that doesn't condemn love that forgives that's the type of love we need in this world today now notice that this bible text this bible verse has it says nothing about love being a feeling it doesn't say love is a feeling it says nothing about that it doesn't say oh I love you because I feel in love or no understand that it's it's a principle it's a principle that anyone can learn you can learn to love someone and this is the type of thing that society imposes on us as people you know, when you look, when you're coming from the love that society, the, the way that society portrays love, it's morally based on contractual love instead of a covenant. You see, contractual love is that I'll love you until I stop benefiting from this relationship or this friendship because my love is based on my benefits. That's what my love is based on. The text says nothing about love being a feeling, but there's nothing wrong with feeling in love. I just don't want us to confuse the word love, the principle of love 
to the feel, the feeling, right? Because understand that you might not always feel in love because that feeling, our feelings are always constantly changing, right? One day you can feel in love, the next day you can feel out of love, and the next day you can feel back in love again. That's literally, you know, especially when it comes to relationships. Um, but when you just bring the concept and the principle of love to all your relationships in your life, it just makes it a thousand times better. You know what I'm saying? It, it just makes the relationships run so much smoother. You know, when two parties are bringing the principles of what love truly is, what love was really meant to be to a relationship. You know, whether it's your friend, your your girlfriend, boyfriend, your your wife, husband, siblings, what the case may be. That's the magic of what 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 real love is. So that's the podcast for this week, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, once again, you can find me on Instagram at Hugh Story. You can find me on YouTube, Hugh Story. Um, Twitter at Hugh Story as well. You guys have a wonderful week. And until next time.